I love saltwater taffy. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I bought this on a whim from a grocery store. Already a bad sign. Saltwater taffy has to be from like those hole in the wall candy people, right? Like homemade. But this shit's, it still tastes good, but it's hard as balls. Yeah, we're recording. See, the thing about, the thing about taffy is, and I'm with you. I think if you get taffy from, if you're at the grocery store, Steve, and there's a taffy place, like there's taffy somewhere, don't buy that shit. Like, that's that's bad. Yeah, I made that mistake today. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It, it is. has to come from, like, an amusement park or a mom-and-pop candy shop that they set up in, like, you know, like the, the mercantile district. Like, there'll be, like, a, a beef jerky store. Mm-hmm. There'll be a soda store. And then there'll be, like, a candy store. And none of them are great. Or, like, a yeah, farmer's exactly. market. Farmer's market. It's probably a better way of putting it. Brick and mortar form farmer's market. Try to say that a couple times fast. Yeah. Brick and mortar farmers market. 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 <laughs> I. That was great. I just want everybody to know. Before we count, I've been obsessed. I, I went to bed last night, right. still thinking about Run DMC. Run DMC. And how, in the music <laughs> video, he's like. <laughs> I want to give. Amazing. I love. Re, I really like Run DMC. I really like it's tricky as a song, but I never realized yeah. it's not Rev Run. It's the other guy. I really know. I forget his name, but that that fucking open mouth. <laughs> it's tricky. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> I thought that was them doing a record scratch, but it's straight him. Yeah, big old. So open mouth. I was. I went to bed kind of thinking about this, but the. Um, Nowadays, like you'll have like you know a bunch of cameras set up as you're doing any sort of video shoot just to get all the different angles. Old yeah. style, especially a music video, you would have like one maybe two cameras, and they cut, they cut that Constantly. one part like the whole like the whole like wind up into the it's tricky to rock around to rock. They cut <laughs> like two or three times from different angles, and he does that same fucking face the entire time in each cut. So effectively, that guy was just sitting there just like. <laughs> The whole fucking time. I just it's awesome. Great song. Great band. It's impressive. Absolutely hilarious. And Penn and Teller were in it, which I didn't honestly. I don't think remember. I've ever seen the music video. Uh God, yeah, I can't honestly remember it either. I w- I want to say I remember Until last Penn night and Teller being in it, but I don't remember having seen it. Something I like remember that. the the Aerosmith right. crossover music video really right. well. Right. But I think that's because that came out later, right? It must have come out in, like, the early 90s. Yeah. When did that come out? So, I mean, DMC was, like, mid-80s, right? And yeah. Aerosmith would have been, yeah, it could have been late 80s, early 90s. I'm with that. I think that makes sense. Makes sense to me. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe I saw it on, like, a VH1. Because, you know, back okay. then we were we had, like, the VH1 right. Classics channel, right? And they threw right. the music videos right. on there. Yeah. And I bet that was just a popular one. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people, and I'm I'm a fan of Aerosmith. I wouldn't say like I'm a super dedicated or knowledgeable fan, but they were kind of on the decline when they did that yeah. mashup, and that kind of brought them back up. I thought interesting that video, by the way, awkward as fuck because the premise is oh relatively simple and kind of funny. Bands on either side of like a wall competing, but Steven Tyler like leading through that hole he punches in the wall to sing at them seems so fucking terrifying. Seems <laughs> awful to me, like horror movie status. I'm like Jesus, it's, it's why'd you make the man B-list, do this? B-list horror movie right there. B-list horror. It's movie. like it's like this yeah. this weird callback to uh, The Shining. Right. <laughs> yep. Here's, here's Steven jo- Tyler. <laughs> here's Johnny. Walk this way. 
Normally, my ones are like low pitch. So There's like a one, but play the I'm intro song. High. Oh, now play the intro song. Pete and Steven. Pete and Steven. Pete and Steven. Pete and Steven. This is Pete and Steve. Waste your time. <coughs> Gee, Steve, I'm... are you getting like a weird sense of deja vu? Like we've been here before? This does feel like we've been here before. Huh. Weird. Deja vu! I just been! <laughs> <laughs> How's your week, Pete? Oh. It, it wasn't a bad week from a work standpoint. Everything was kind of just normal. But I had to take, as you know, and I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have a bearded dragon. Her name is Smog. Mm-hmm. We named Good her name Smog. For a dragon. Yep, we named her Smog before we knew she was After female. Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, that was it. But Smog is definitely like the leans towards the male side. And so, yeah, I think, we I think, named, so. think thinking it was a male, we said smog. And it doesn't really matter because when they sat down and we thought about it, it the catch the, the 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 corner of the story is you can't really sex bearded dragons when they're really young. They have to mature a little bit. So when you buy one, if they're young, you you just won't know, and that's fine because smog is honestly a genderless name. It's either our favorite pastime, creating pollution in the city of Los Angeles or in Southern California in general. Or, or it's a dragon from that uh, that one movie by Peter Jackson. I can't remember the name. But no one know, ever it, sat down and said Smog was a male dragon in that movie. And so I'm going to hold on to the idea that Smog is actually a female in that movie. And I'm just going to so, say this right here. Uh, why is it, why is it, why is it spicy? It's spicy, Steve. I mean, it's a dragon, so it really doesn't matter what the gender is. Holy shit. He didn't give a rat's left school. I'm with that. Yeah, it makes sense to I'm me. I'm with that. And anyone that would give me shit about it, I feel like. You really care what sex the dragon is? I mean, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not nah. talking about it anymore. But let me tell you, so Smog got sick. Long story short. Right. She started to cough, which is something they really shouldn't be doing. So I took her to an emergency vet because in this goes with a lot of pets, weirdly enough. They hide their symptoms until it's really bad. Yeah. So if you're starting to see that they're sick, then they're probably fairly sick. It's getting, but yeah, all it's of getting this, bad. Yeah, right. And so all this is complicated by the fact that reptiles do a thing called brumation, which is hibernation to you and me mammals. But effectively, it you know gets cold, they store up a bunch of fat, they crawl into a dark space, and then they just pass out. And she's done that twice. Okay, it, like right. it's 
it's normal. There's lots out there on the internet. The other vet, her normal vet I've taken her to, seems to acknowledge that this exists. Okay, So we take her to this emergency vet. I just very straightforward, just like she's coughing. I caught it on video. You know, she probably has upper respiratory thing. What can you give me? And they said, okay, well, we want to kind of diagnose what exactly the infection is. So we're going to do a blood panel and see what that is. I said, okay, that makes sense. So they do a blood panel. And it comes back negative for it for like an infection, I suppose. And so now I'm worried because now I'm like, oh fuck, you know. And really, yeah. two directions. The first is I love my pets, but I also don't want to spend two thousand dollars on a vet bill if I can avoid it, right? How, mu- how much are part, lizards? Um, when we first bought her, she was under a hundred dollars. They're not expensive. The setup, like the tank and the heaters, we have like a That's dehumidifier. The it can get expensive, but you know we're talking about in total maybe under under a grand for the animal and setup, generally. And she has a fairly nice tank. Like you can go crazy and probably spend a whole lot more, but she has a fairly nice setup, maybe a thousand dollars. But either way, so I'm sort of like, fuck, this is going to be insanely expensive. Yeah, they're going to have to do X-rays. And so I was talking to the doctor, and they said, let's do one X-ray. It doesn't cost that much. We they decided to do like half a normal blood panel to just look for infection rather than a full one, which would have cost more. So cap and trade, do a single x-ray. And they look at her lungs and they say, well, there's nothing in her lungs, but her lungs are small. And I said, genetics? They said, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So so what is it? So I I really didn't under-fucking-stand, but so effectively what they said was she has small lungs. And so I'm like, oh, God, a sickly child. Like, this is terrible. And then she goes on to say, the vet goes on to say, but it may just be that she has, like, fluid buildup, like, in her abdomen, maybe because of a different infection or something going on, and that's pushing on Jeez. her lungs. And what you're seeing is not her coughing. What she's doing is kind of, like, just... Heaving. Gasping or heaving. Yeah. Something like that. And so this is a weird decision point, because a lot of this I've been examining in retrospect. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been, you know, obviously very concerned about my sick animal, or potentially sick animal. But they did a blood panel, and they go, well, she doesn't have an infection based on the blood. But, fast forward an hour or two, she might have an infection somewhere else, and that might be causing her lungs to be pushed up on. And I was like, so what is it, fucker? And then, then sort of, so the full resolution to this whole journey is she got, like, an anti-inflammatory med and antibiotics. And so that makes me sit here and say, so she does have an infection then. So all this, all this nonsense about we can't tell if it's an infection, I don't know. I'm not a vet. I'm just, I'm just a, an upset Karen pet parent at this point. I feel like this they was urgent the real... care you. Yeah. It, you know, because like kind of urgent... I go to urgent care, yeah. I know for me, no matter what I have, I sure. live with antibiotics. Yeah, no, now, I'm, I'm just going to work agree with you. But, but it's like, that's just the, the cure-all. Like, I'm I suppose throw this what, at you. I suppose that's what it is. I suppose reading between the lines, what they were saying is, well, we don't know fully what's wrong, but she probably has an infection. So here's some medicine, and we'll see if it goes away. And yeah. I was like, okay. I But it gets weird, and it gets weird in two different spots. The first is, I was sitting there explaining to the vet, well, she's been in hibernation, so it's hard to judge if she's eating right, sleeping right, whatever, because they just stop doing that when they go into this brumation period. Right. And she goes, well, me and a lot of the vets I work with, we don't believe brumation is a real thing. And I, and I was sitting there like, well, I'm not a fucking vet. But the fucking lizards. From? She's They're done it twice before. knowledge on you right now? 
Yeah, what she turns around and says, ultimately what she says is we just think they start feeling shitty when the weather gets shitty. And and so that's why they do that. And I'm like, so do I treat it or not? Because twice before she's done it and lived and been totally fine and stayed totally healthy. So should I even be in here? You know, <laughs> like this is just normal. Yeah seasonal i feel like shit i'm just overreacting so Do i don't know seasonal depression like us i they the seasonal hibernation is really weird because all the symptoms line up very similar to when they're feeling bad like they stop eating they kind of get lethargic and shit like that so yes <laughs> I just, I just yes is really right. the answer yeah and the, just, and the, the, the like when do they brumate is also all right. over the place so once yeah. a year every year during the cold season right or once a year every year during australia's cold season. australia's cold season and some don't or, do it and yeah, it's like some don't do it they'll do it regularly yeah, so I don't really know. I have I got a vet telling me against all I've ever read on the internet that this thing doesn't actually exist. They just kind of feel like shit towards the end of the year. So long story short, I'm going to end up going to the regular vet and being like, what is this bullshit? Because I really hate the position I'm in right now. I don't know yeah. who to believe. All of you are more knowledgeable than I am, and yet one of you is telling me, hey, this shit exists, and... The other one's saying, no, this shit doesn't exist. She's just sick. And I'm like, so do I just not? Do I just not? I just let her sleep it off then? Because that's quote unquote normal. Lots of questions. But this is the thing. And this was sort of the climax, rather the the, the funniest bit of the, of the vet visit. Okay. The okay. antibiotics they sent me home with are, are injectables. They're syringes. And they expected me to inject them you know smog with this stuff and that's for a good reason they're cold-blooded their metabolism slow if you don't put it in their bloodstream it absorbs really slowly so oh you have to have something injection exactly injection a shot a a fucking shot man and so the vet comes in and gives me the whole spiel like i just said and said how do you feel about injections and i said i mean if it's the best option i'll do it but i'm uncomfortable you know yeah and she said, well, let me do the math. We'll look at how much we have to give her, things like that. And then I'll come back and I'll tell you what's the better solution. I never saw the vet again after that. <laughs> 20 minutes later, the nurse, the vet tech comes in with the bag, with the syringes and all the shit and says, okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to just show you how to do it. Took my money and then we were gone. And I was like, okay, so that didn't really fucking happen. So that's been my week. I've been, I've been sitting on this sort of time bomb of weird parental stress. Where I'm like, I don't want to give this fucking lizard the shot, but I really also do want to give the lizard the shot. I don't believe this person and what they told me, but I do believe them. It's just, it's been a, it's been a week of cognitive dissonance and stress, Steve. But that yeah. sounds awful. Yeah. So how was yours? A little bit of the same. Um, yeah. yeah, my lizard didn't get sick. I don't have any lizards, but that's good. Just. The working conditions at my job have been pretty toxic, and right. things got a little bit better on Tuesday. We we gained some leverage, and then we lost a lot too. But sure, what what I find kind of funny is they um the biggest new thing mm. is they basically said no more flags in the classroom unless it's an American flag or a POW camp flag. No other flags, nothing. Pride, really? sports, college, nothing. Right? Don't don't tread on me. Yeah, none of that. Front proud boys, nothing. So what's what's interesting to me is, of course, the people like me are like, oh, hey, you know, I my class is an inclusive class. I got to take down pride flags. I don't really have any flags. I have posters. Right. 
which which don't count. So I'm like, whatever. They don't but count. But some teachers have flags. <laughs> okay. No, because so they're posters. They're not flags. They're okay. posters. <laughs> At least that's what I told them. Yeah. Um, but what's funny to me is the people that are like that were all for this because mm-hmm. they believe that we're indoctrinating kids and yada yada are now pissed because they're taking out like their San Francisco Giants and mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers <laughs> flags. They're like, I can't believe I take all this down. And <laughs> you, you are the author of your own destruction, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So watching them just be disgruntled, like, I can't have my sports flags now we, up. Like, now ah. we can't even do sports in class anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but my Lara Croft cutout can stay in my classroom. Yeah. <laughs> Your pointy polygonal boobs, <laughs> polygonal boobs. 1990s, yep. yeah. No problem. <laughs> this is a yeah, celebration of American culture. Mm. <laughs> so anyways, that was that part of the week. Right. Uh, other than that, I had a kid puke in class. You had a kid puke? Uh, well, puke it was kid. strange. Usually, puke so kid usually... puked all over class. No, that didn't rhyme. <laughs> You know I'm going for nah. stoop, stoop. I, I know stoop kid doesn't leave his stoop. Stoop kid um, loves to eat his puke. There, there we go. Uh, puke kid loves to like eat his puke. That's really gross. Why aren't my sound effects working? God damn it! I like that they're not working because I don't want to know what that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But, but tell but, me. Um, so, so, so I always so I, I don't love puke stories. Do but puke stories are always funny. I think it's more of like how it happened because it's it's pretty anticlimactic. But right, if if you had to puke, I believe at least right. for me, the first inclination is to run towards some type of receptacle, oh, whether absolutely. it be a toilet, yeah. a trash can, or at least outside, at least away from carpet in a classroom. Right. Nope. This this kid looks me nope. right in the eyes. None of those instincts says <laughs> says nothing. Looks at me and I go, "You all right, bud?" And just <laughs> onto the onto himself and on the floor. And then he looks at me and goes, "Mr. Wood, I think uh, I need to go to the nurse." You don't and say. In my head, <laughs> thanks, everything thanks, in me, son. Thanks everything in me wanted to be like, "Now nah, you're good." It's out. You're done. <laughs> so, anyways, that happens, and then I, I have to call because now it's a biohazard, right? Because you got right. puke on the floor. Yeah. And yep. the first thing that went into my head was the the toxic stuff that our parents used to do that I'm trying to erase for myself. <laughs> and it's that it's that immediate reaction of like, "Hey, bud, why didn't you go to the trash can? Hey, bud, why didn't you go? So- you know, it's too late. It why didn't you say anybody. something? No, it's it's yeah. already happened." Yeah, so like everything in me wanted to have that conversation. I felt it in me to be like, hey, man, like, why'd you make this hard for everybody? (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, so he leaves the class. I call the the front office saying, hey, we got a a biohazard. We have puke in the class. We need someone to clean it up. The janitor comes in, thinks it's going to be a little. He looks and he just goes, oh, shit. He leaves, comes back in. I swear I I hear this song. And the kids, the kids just start like dancing around the puke like it's a like a cult uh, <laughs> wizardry spell. As he's Lord of the it, flies, like, but puke. And he's swatting at the kids to get away from him like they're mosquitoes. Like get out of here! Get out of here. And the kids are just like chanting, <laughs> "Give us the puke!" <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you know, he's like, "Can you do anything about this?" I'm like, "Well, it is music class, so they're technically okay." Mm. So I did help. Like I took out. I guess I took out the drums and just started going with the chant because if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. Every yeah. cult that was ever formed was based on that. See, I think puke yeah, is, and... 
puke as an adult is kind of funny. It's disgusting, but it is also funny. Like you just imagine yourself like these situations end up being kind of hilarious. But I, I, I kind of, I, I want to say I was witness as a student to something similar because right. when I was in elementary school, a chick did almost the exact same thing though it was on top of a desk. <laughs> And That's I remember as when she sat like right in like right near the door of the class, you had to walk by her, and of course all the kids are like doing that co puke that as they're walking by. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, I just remember the image in my head, and what I remember is it was a great, it was a fairly viscous and fairly decent amount of puke, enough to cover the entire top of the desk. But what was impressive was the viscosity, sort of the natural tension of that puke. It didn't drip yeah. off the desk at all. And I felt like as we were walking out, I remember the teacher kind of marshalling us out, kind of like putting her hands out like in a weird balanced calmate kind of thing. I think right. she was trying to keep it from dripping on the floor because it's way easier to clean off the desk than on the shitty on you the know, floor. half carpet. millimeter of carpet they give us. Yeah, yeah but I have a stain in my classroom now. Yep. Well, and I'm, you can blame I remember that looking on at the stain. And <laughs> I do every day. <laughs> every day. Uh, no. hey, that's you. I, I let him, I let it go, but uh, right. I, I remember looking at the janitor and the janitor looking at me and me look, looking at the spot like, uh? And he just said, you know, I did my best, <laughs> but I guess my best wasn't good enough. So I would have been was... like, hmm. <laughs> Oh man, do we have any shout outs this week? We absolutely we have not done shout outs in such a long time. I feel bad, but I also don't feel bad because that's the type well, we of we are waiting for the battle to end. That we are still waiting for the battle to end. And that's simply because and this is shocking to me, you can't duel to the death in the confines of the United States of America. No. No, Who you fucking can't. Knew? Big L I America. Big L Huge America. L. So not, we're we're shopping not around our student loans and no right. duels. <sighs> Over to America. Right. And so we initially had an end in, in uh, Central America to, to take it there. But, you know, they're they're a little bit apprehensive about it. And they're more apprehensive about it just because they're worried about there'll be riots of, you know, popularity in the streets when you and I show up. So we, you know, of course, respecting the security situation, we don't want to do that. But I've, I've taken some offers. Saudi Arabia is really big on death sports, apparently. So I mean, I that's in the books. That. So they're really, really big, but um, you know we're we're still on hold. So, but shout we're outs all hold, the same. But shout I outs all the same for s- Keith and Adrian. Shout outs to Alex, um, Andrew, Paul, and uh, uh, Jane's cakes. Jane has delicious cakes. I'm so excited. As you should be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm Pete. Yeah, I'm Steve. And this was P.N.S. Waste Your Time. And scene. P.N.S. Waste Your Time is a production of Pete and Steve. All characters and events in the show are entirely fictional, and any resemblance to any real people are entirely coincidental. P.N.S. <laughs> waste Your Time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>